Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. Welcome back to Tech Girls Cast. If this is your first episode, thank you so much for being here. Go ahead and hit that follow and subscribe button if you really want to know how women can make a huge mark in this industry and also some practical tips to do so. Thank you so much once again for checking this out and I pray that you go ahead and join our family by hitting follow or subscribe. Now, if you're someone who has been listening for a few episodes now, thank you so much for your consistency in doing so. And I pray that these episodes have really empowered you to continue on your journey to make the mark in this industry that you desire. Today, we are going to be talking about various different industries that require technology to operate. Now, these are industries that aren't necessarily labeled as IT industries, but they use technology on a regular basis to function. What I really want you to understand from this episode is our world is moving toward tech. If you haven't realized already, and I believe everything that we experienced in our world just last year in 2020 has really shown us that. And so in this episode, I want to give you some insight into just some of the industries who are really utilizing tech right now. If you're somebody who's interested in working in tech, you might consider these various ways that I'm gonna be talking about in this episode today, because as I mentioned before, we don't just have IT companies that involve technology. We have various other companies and industries as well that have nothing really to do with the technology space itself. So let's go ahead and get into it. Before I really dive deep into these various different industries, this episode was actually inspired by a reel that I did months ago on my Tech Girls Code Instagram. And I mentioned various different industries that involve technology. And so I'm going to elaborate on that particular piece of content by just describing some of those things and actually what technology really involves in these various different industries. So if you're ready, let's go. So I'm actually going to be getting into 18 different industries in this episode, and I'm going to briefly describe each of them and how technology works within them. So the first one is law. I don't know if you realize just how much technology really is involved in law today. For example, one of the obvious examples is 
I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of digital forensics before, but it is the ability to be able to use digital formats in the form of technology to be able to really take a look at various cases that are going to be on trial. For example, I actually was teaching a digital forensics class back in one of my other colleges that I taught at. And one of the things that we did is in the very last week, we took a look at real live digital forensics cases and we got the opportunity to see how technology and digital forensics and cybersecurity actually was able to really work in the law field and handle all these various different cases that had to go on trial. For example, there was a particular case, which is still startling to me as a mom, but there was a particular digital forensics case where a woman actually was convicted by her search results on Google for the fact that she drowned her baby when it was born in the tub. Now, come on guys, as a mom, especially if you're listening to this, like why, why would, why would anybody want to do that? I, I really don't know. But in the field of law, we can use technology to be able to look at various different cases that are on trial or things that we're searching about or searching for as digital investigators to be able to really find clues that can lead to really important aspects of those trials. Also too, um, I have a family member or a sister actually who works in a law firm and she on the regular basis actually utilizes technology. They've got to use computers every day um, to be able to function. And so you're often working sometimes as IT support as well for these law firm companies, especially if you work at a huge company that's got various different law firm branches. So those are just a couple of ways that I wanted to get into why technology can be used in law and how you can do that. One other thing as well is you can become a cybersecurity lawyer. I actually have a student who is in law school right now that I actually used to teach and she is in law school to become a cybersecurity lawyer who really works directly with forensics investigators in order to make sure the cases are properly examined. So if that's something that's interesting to you, you might consider those three aspects in the field of law. Similarly, let's talk about medical research. I know that so many people today are using technological advances to be able to look into medical research. If you're somebody who's interested in data science and data analytics, this is a great area for you because what it allows you to do is it allows you to be able to analyze medical research for greater purposes. Maybe you can dig deeper into um, various different avenues of maybe people who have, you know, certain illnesses or diseases or maybe things that you can look into to kind of help give more research or more thought toward having a cure for certain diseases or so many things like that. And like I said before, medical research is one of the top 
things that you can utilize to get into tech. Where I have seen it the most, as mentioned, is data analytics. So you can literally use data to analyze various situations and create some incredible research for um, the healthcare system and the doctors to be able to use. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, you might consider going into maybe data analytics or even the IT support path for medical um, because there are people who use devices on the regular basis as a doctor. I can't tell you how many times lately I've gone to doctor's appointments and they've brought in their laptops or their computers to ensure that they store data properly for their patients. So you could even be, you know, IT support for doctors in the healthcare system as well. So those are just a couple of things to consider there. Now, the armed forces. Now, if you're somebody who has heard the term legacy system, this is one of those fields that tends to use that. Armed forces has data that is so, so important. And sometimes there are cases where upgrading to a new system could be detrimental to some of the information that is actually currently kept. And so if you're somebody that's interested in legacy systems or really wanting to know how various technologies were utilized in the past, you might consider IT in the armed forces. And two, this might be a great place for you to give some recommendations on what you know, the armed forces could upgrade to that will kind of help them be able to still utilize the data properly. Because as you know, armed forces really is secure about their data. And there are even certain, you know, cybersecurity cases or even digital forensics cases that have come from the armed forces. If you just Google that, um, you would definitely find that. So there's an opportunity to see where law and armed forces could go hand in hand with the use of technology. So as I start to go through more of these, you're even going to be able to see that some of these really coincide together and work well. One of the other obvious industries is business, especially today in the world of social media. There are a lot of businesses that are on social media and there are on online platforms today. And there are still a lot of brick and mortar businesses as well. And so if you're somebody that really wants to get into the IT side of this, this would be great for you because Various businesses, there's so many different kinds and many of them use different systems that they would need to be able to utilize in order for their business to work. And so based on, you know, the size of the business, what kind of business it is, if it's a corporation, what kind of business industry that it's in, you can work in various types of technology, for example. If you're somebody who, you know, has a brick and mortar business, you know that you need a POS system in order for you to keep record of your inventory and people purchasing your products. So a POS system is definitely an IT system that's going to need support from 
an IT expert in order to be able to do that. Um, Or if you're somebody who has an online business and maybe you decide you're going to hire people virtually to work on your tech systems for you, then you're going to be looking for specific people. Maybe you want to hire a social media manager, maybe someone to manage your um, autoresponder or maybe someone to really be able to manage your schedule. All of these things are IT related things that you can utilize for business. So if you're somebody who's looking to get into tech, you might look at you know tech support for businesses, or you may even look at creating something to help businesses function. I've got friends right now who have created various IT systems on their own um, in order to help businesses function. For example, shout out to uh, Hectic. Hectic is a company that helps freelancers to get more organized because as digital creators, independent creators um, and freelancers, I myself, I'm an, in, I'm an individual creator. We need systems in order to be able to handle our clients and keep track of their progress and do all those different things. And so what Hectic does is they actually allow you to have a monthly subscription to their system to be able to manage your freelance work or if you're somebody who's maybe a coach or something like that be able to manage your clients progress so really just looking into those types of things are so so helpful in business and in particular with hectic these people are a startup company that really thought about an idea of how can we really support these people who have these businesses and they created a tech system for these people to be able to use so they can get more organized so definitely check out hectic.us if you are interested in that this is not a promo for them but they're just one of the first people that i actually thought about so giving you guys some ideas on how you can support businesses or even create a system that helps support businesses all right next is oil and gas and i actually worked in this industry i actually worked in the oil and gas industry slash state government industry when i worked in the it industry okay so many of you probably know my story if you've got to know me um, i actually worked in state government in the state that I was in originally. And this particular agency that I worked for was in oil and gas. And what I have seen the most with oil and gas is there's a lot of IT support here as well. They have a lot of land leases for various real estate um, deals and various minerals that they have going on that people really need to keep track of. And so every few years or so, there are people who either get new real estate leases or they renew their leases or maybe they give their leases to someone else through um, auction, whatever it is, and even minerals leases as well. They keep track of who owns the specific land that contains these minerals or this real estate property or this real estate land. And they're able to track, you know, where they need to go in order to create new places in the land for people to get more leases or where they need to kind of update and get someone to be a new lessee, something like that. Okay. 
but they need IT support systems to be able to do that. Now, I'm going to give you guys a quick um, IT system lesson. There's two types of systems that you could actually give support to. And sometimes there are a lot of systems or a lot of people that actually do both of these systems. And so now let's take a look at those. So the first one is a centralized database system where you would literally be giving support to internal system processes inside of the actual company. So this would look like physically, physically going to check out the systems, making sure that that's appropriately set up. And then it may even involve things like networking and all of those things. So if you're somebody who's maybe interested in networking, that's a good thing to think about as well with technology. The other type of system is a decentralized database system where it's remote system. And so if you have companies that have people that are working remotely or rely on specialists to do things for you in other parts of the country or other parts of the world, then you'd probably be someone who would have someone managing that particular type of system. And so for example, where I worked for, we had um, lease management specialists and we had, I think, about 10 computers that would go to each of the 10 specialists and they were responsible for synchronizing their data with our company. And we would just always internally check to make sure everything was going on. But I was also responsible for making sure that the decentralized remote systems we're working properly with each of the specialists as well. So again, sometimes you may work with both systems. Sometimes you may work with one type that usually depends on your role and the size of the company and what it involves. But that's oil and gas, but that's also a mixture of networking and IT support as well. So giving you guys some insight into that. Okay, next is ministry. I don't know how many times I have seen ministry pop up as something that needs technology. A lot of churches now are doing a lot of things virtually, um, especially YouTube, on social media, other platforms as well. But also inside of the physical building, there's things like making sure, you know, the presentation is working. You know, I remember back then when I was attending church growing up, we did not have um, the verses plastered up in front on the screen. We always had to bring our Bibles. And even when we did upgrade to that, our pastor was always wanting us to still bring our Bibles, of course. But they actually provided opportunities to where verses could be shared up on the screen. Now, if you go to many churches today, they're not using hymnals. They have the lyrics on the screen. And so a lot of that takes technology. And I remember actually getting a sneak peek or a little inside view into the type of technology that they have to use. And it may seem like it's so simple, but a lot of times it's not really. And so you're really gonna need an IT specialist or someone who is very skilled in production to be able to handle that. So that's something else where technology is essential. 
Education, obviously, oh my goodness, if 2020 didn't teach us anything, it did teach us that virtual education is truly essential in our times now. As a higher education professional myself, I did have to switch over to virtual education when the world shut down. And so I was so grateful that I still was able to provide education to my students. But it's so, so important right now. I remember being on an interview for a job once and I did a presentation on the various ways that computers transformed from, you know, the 1900s up into, you know, the 2000s. And one of the questions that I got asked was, what do you see for 2020? Now, this was back in 2017. And what I said was, I knew that there was going to be virtual education somehow. I literally could see people all over the world attending classes, whether it was in the United States or at another school in another country, online education. I literally saw all of that because some of that was already starting to take place, you know, in the last five years. So Then I remember when it happened in 2020 and I remembered that interview and I thought to myself, wow, that really came true. And I want to give a huge shout out and just huge respect to all the teachers who maybe they don't have any kind of technology experience or background, but they shifted to virtual education when it was necessary last year and still did an incredible job for the students. And I want to salute you and and congratulate you because it definitely is not an easy feat. The next industry that I have for you guys is the space industry. This one's an obvious one, all right? I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Hidden Figures, but let me just tell you, that is one place for sure that technology is needed, especially if you have interest in sending astronauts to the moon or doing research about the moon or anything space related. Technology is such an amazing, amazing, amazing thing. And If you want to know more people who are involved in this, I can definitely connect you to those people. But one of the companies that I think about firsthand is Lockheed Martin as well. So look up space companies and look up different companies in that industry. NASA even, you know, IBM probably is pretty involved in this as well. So Think about those things because the space is so, 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 so vast, but it's also an industry that technology is so, so required. And so if the space industry is of any interest to you, but yet you really do want to work in technology, definitely look that up, do some research and see what you can get involved in in that because there's really some great opportunities there too. Meteorology. I actually have a good friend who's in meteorology, but we all know this with, you know, bringing our daily weather to us every day. Um, Definitely getting into IT support for that. There's so many different, you know, systems that are required to be able to properly detect weather and properly display the weather to people who live in town, which is so, so important, especially when there's bad weather. If you live in tornado 
alley like I do or have my entire life. Um, If you live in an area where there's hurricanes or even fires sometimes, um, people really got to be able to know about that stuff. And so meteorology really is essential in this. And so if you're someone who's wanting to know more about the technology behind being able to properly display the weather to patrons in the towns, you definitely need to look into that because I think that working for a weather service or something like that would be so, so interesting to you. Next is grocery, grocery store um, industry. Definitely here, especially for inventory. A lot of people don't really think about this because grocery shopping is something that we do on a regular basis. And it's one of those things that's really hard to see the behind the scenes. I know that a place like Walmart as well that sells food, but also sells other items has technological advances for us to be able to do that. And as a result, we have developers who work for Walmart specifically to be able to help develop those systems and also help be IT support for those systems. And so when you have people like that who are able to do that, it allows for customers to have greater experience. A lot of people think about, you know, customer service just being where you're working with the customer. But in order for that to happen on the back end, the system that works out for that particular company is what is going to help the employees who work there provide the best customer service and the appreciation and the support that the customer actually needs. So really thinking about places that we go on an everyday basis, maybe retail even such as Target or going to your favorite clothing store, that involves point of sale systems or POS systems once again that have to be developed in order for um, those things to work out well. The next industry that I have for you is the car industry. The first thing that comes to mind is the Tesla, especially with their efforts to not use gas um, in order for their cars to run. So also too, other vehicles have computerized systems in them. If you go shopping for a vehicle and you look at the top of the line systems, a lot of them have GPS systems, they have backup cameras, and they also have things like, you know, maybe other types of systems that you can listen to music on. You don't necessarily have to use the radio. Bluetooth as well is is an important system to have in a vehicle. And so all of those systems within that one vehicle need support from technology experts and also need developers in order to be able to create them. So, and of course, as we know, you don't have to be a developer to get into tech, but you can look at these other tech roles that can allow you to be involved in tech in these particular industries. 
The next one that I have for you is the hair and beauty industry. If you guys listen to episode eight of my podcast, I actually featured my husband, Travis, on that podcast episode. And he talked about a project that he is part of with a tech startup that is a hair and beauty startup where they are going to be providing an app that is truly going to transform the industry of hair and beauty by storm. So I can't give you all of the details right now, but just know there's a time and a place that that is coming. But when we think about general hair and beauty, once again, it's that type of industry where you've got to keep inventory and you've got to ensure that everything is in the right order because if not people won't get the right hair or beauty products that they need so just know that that is so so important and the last one that i have for you today is finance accounting we've got systems that you definitely need to use for finance and accounting especially if you are someone who works in these industries so you've got to keep record of you know what's being spent the money that's coming in especially if you're a business owner um, different things that i can think of right now are things like quickbooks and you know, even Excel has some ways that you can really track your finances and track accounting. If you work in the finance or accounting industry, you know that maybe Excel or another type of system that is for booking and bookkeeping, um, then you know that you're going to be using those systems. And so there is support around those systems as well that people need. So Definitely think about all these industries that I've shared with you today, and there are many more that I do not have time to share with you, but think about those industries and think about how can I really expand my knowledge, not only in these industries, but also my tech skills to be able to be someone who can make a real mark in these industries. Because when you are someone who can marry both tech and a non-tech industry and make an impact, that really makes you even more unstoppable. So this episode was really to help you see ways that you can not only expand and help out the industry, but also grow as well as a tech professional. And the cool thing about being part of these industries is you can switch industries at any time and be various support in all these other industries. So that's what's also so cool about it as well. And you can still have a technical impact the way that you desire. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you and gave you some insight. If you want to definitely have more information about any of these industries, I do know various people in these industries and would be more than happy to connect you with them to see what they do on a regular basis that would allow you to even be able to have some insight into what you could even do as a tech professional. 
And if you're a woman who is actually interested in the software side of being able to support these various systems for these various industries, you definitely want to get in contact with me because what I do in Tech Girls Code, which is my company name, is I empower women who love to code or have an interest in it, and they really wanna make their mark in the coding industry. And I also teach them how to code and help them to be able to land their first entry level coding job, even if they don't have any prior experience. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, definitely send me a message over on Instagram at techgirlscode with the word code. And I'd be more than happy to share with you how I am teaching women how to code so that they can be on the software or coding or programming or developing side of all these different systems that can be supported in all the various industries and more that I talked about today. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We'll be back here next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave me your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.